And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Camera Mully Show. Across from me, it's Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Camera Mully. So, uh, God, I, I, I really don't know how else to introduce this this show because I know everybody's coming here to watch me suffer. I, like listen, a, man, I, I would be lying if I, one, didn't want the Yankees to win, and two, if I said I didn't feel bad for you, because I do. I feel I feel bad. Now, I, 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 and that pains me as an Orioles fan, as a, as a fan who's been a fan of a team in the American League East for many years and seen horrible tragedies happen at the hands of the New York Yankees, as an Orioles fan who has seen... Yankees fans take over Camden Yards time and time again. Uh, as an Orioles fan who's taken abuse from Yankee fans, listen, man, I, you know, many reasons uh, I wanted to see the Yankees win. I wanted to see the revenge series against the Astros. And uh, I, you know, I, I listen, man, you're, <laughs> I'm, if my team can't be in it, then I'm glad yours is or was. And... With that being said, uh, you know, I, I then what do I, you know, what do I do? I got to, I, I got to throw a little love your way, I, I suppose. But, um, uh, yeah. but I am as shocked as you are. I'm, I well, maybe not that shocked, but I'm pretty. It was uh it was pretty crazy. I don't know where do you want to begin with all this. Why, I, I felt bad for you. I saw that last that last out and. I mean, I like that, that last out was the Yankees Rays this season personified. Sure. Swing at the first pitch. Lying. Like, like Gio Rochelle swinging at the first pitch, yes. hitting a screaming line drive. Yes. Right to Joey Wendell. And that was and like that, just as soon as it just just as soon as like it started, that. it was it was over. Dude, I, I don't even want to talk about the entire series. I just want to talk about game five. Okay, like, we can talk about Game Five. Like, and Game Five, just and if I'm going to say anything about Game Four, Jordan Montgomery, I said that the Yankees would have were cooked. In he did good. Like I, I said the Yankees were cooked if Tanaka lost Game Three, which oh guess what he did. Yeah, not as usual Tanaka self. Like not usual playoff Tanaka, which no. probably means if if Didi's free agency is anything to go by, I'd say goodbye to him. But. Jordan Montgomery just put up. <laughs> Does he go to Los Angeles? Like what, what, Jordan what? Montgomery put up a remarkable spot start. The most clutch spot start. Because essentially that's what it was. We didn't know who was starting game four. Nope. We didn't know who was starting. We knew that Montgomery was starting like after game two. No, nope. and, and, and you needed. And, and, and in all intents and purposes, it was a spot start. He did his job. He went four innings, gave up three hits, one Sorry, run. Sorry, there you go. Three hits, one run, rest of the game four. Boone manages it brilliantly. I will give him as much shit as I will for game game two. Game five wasn't his fault. Yeah. Game three was just bad pitching, bad everything. <laughs> and game two. Game two was just game two might have been like the worst managed game by a Yankee mad drive ever. Seen. Well, I mean, that's pretty obvious. And I know like we, I, we discussed any, this last week. And it's like, I, I, and, I don't want to beat the dead horse. That everyone else has been beating for the better part of two weeks because I forgot to upload 
episode 81 and i'll probably get it up it's, it's a good one i think we came in with a lot of fire and a lot of like huh okay it's <laughs> a lot of confusion which which we still have but i'm sure like, i'm i'm not confused i'm not shocked i said on let the kids talk that that the rays were going to win in five i said it was yep. going to go the distance yep. and i'm talking like the distance distance it was to side off a go-ahead home run in the bottom of the eighth inning by Mike <laughs> Brousseau because, of course, of course. it's Brousseau. Of course. Why not? And the part that sucks the most about game five is that Garrett Cole pitched brilliant. Absolutely a dominant, like a gem on three days rest. He's never done this in his entire career. Right. He comes in and gives him. He gives this team everything. Damn near everything we asked of him. He did it. Absolute gem. Just amazing. 5.1 innings pitched. One hit. One run. One earned. That was the awesome Mouse home run. Two walks. Nine strikeouts. Yeah, and 5.1 innings. So you can't. Nine and 5.1 innings. And he was. And it's not even that the numbers look good. His stuff was the best I've seen all year. Yeah, for sure. He struck out a guy. I think it was like on a Rosarana or something like that. He struck out some guy on a 100-mile-an-hour fastball that just caught the low and outside corner, which is one of the best pitches I've ever seen. And I remember just looking at that pitch just – Meanwhile, I'm here. <laughs> like, I'm, the game. Like, <laughs> like I'm I'm in I'm in my grandparents' living room. Right. Like I'm watching with my dad and my grandpa. Yeah. My grandpa doesn't really care much about baseball, but my dad and I were watching Cole just painting. Absolutely painting. It was a masterpiece. It was an artist at his best work. All year so far for the Yankees. And I, I gotta say this is even better than the seven inning shutout against Baltimore. Because this came in a bigger situation, sure, and his stuff was just there. He was he was making guys look stupid, and like bottom of the first, he got in a jam, struck out, uh, struck out whoever on a like on a low outside fastball. He struck out Wendell on low and outside fastball. It was just absolutely just a beautiful bottom of the first. And that that bottom of the first was kind of the reason that uh, that was kind of the reason that Cole only went five point one innings because twenty twenty five pitches on three days rest yeah, in the first inning. It's a lot. Like that. That's not good. And but oh, oh my <laughs> god, he just he he was fantastic. Nothing short of amazing every single penny of that contract was just it, it, he's worth it right he is absolutely worth it we brought him in here to pitch big games he's pitched multiple game one against cleveland strikes out 13 yeah has one of the like one of the best pitching performances i've ever seen can't game, ask for anything game, else game one against tampa he had a quality start. The only runs he gave up were to uh, Randy Rosarena and G-Man Choi, which yeah. were pretty much Ooh. hitting like <laughs> Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris. 
against Garrett Cole. <laughs> right now, yes. Yeah, and then in game all five. All of a sudden, yeah, they turned into man one. And then in game five, gives them everything. I cannot stress that enough. Just one of, I feel so badly for him, just one of the best starts I've ever seen by a Yankee pitcher. And then when, like, he showed up when he needed to, when he needed to most, and it was just amazing. Nothing short of remarkable. Yeah. Like inspiring, almost. Damn near inspiring. <laughs> yeah, you inspire. Like, I'm going to do something great today because like, of Garrett Cole. That was damn near just, yeah, just, I, I, I can't think of enough good adjectives to describe or, or pronouns or his performance that performance game five, in game five against Tampa Bay Rays ALDS and then, 2020 and then Britain comes in one of the best Yankee reliever in this series bar none it was Zach Britton like he comes in does his job yep, and then didn't in the give seventh, up any runs and then in the seventh inning Chad Green who threw two innings the night before but was still trustworthy. Boone decides to... Boone thinks that he can get seven outs out of Aroldis Chapman. Yes, what what was the thinking here? Where he was like, well, he'll throw him in, he'll blow him all away. Um, Hopefully we'll have a lead in the later innings. This isn't the same overpowering Chapman... Of, like, like, 2016. Yeah. This isn't the same overpowering Chapman. Hitters can stay on his fastball. Right. His fastball is not hitting 100. It's hitting, like, 97, 98, sometimes 99, and once in a blue moon, it'll hit triple digits. Yeah, and with Chapman on the hill, you know what's coming. Like, I, I know it's coming. You know. Like, I'm getting flashbacks to last year, and then bottom of the eighth, Brasso oh. comes up, and I'm like, okay, baseball's too poetic for this to not end horribly. And <laughs> sure enough, Brasso stays it, on it, everything, it, everything, it, foul after foul after foul, take after take after take. Yeah. Just nothing was getting by him. He was determined right. to make Yankee fans and Araldis Chapman and Aaron Boone eat Shit. And, and on top of all that, get a big, huge, not a chip, not a log. He's got a whole tree on his shoulder. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's got a whole tree on his shoulder. The, the the best and worst thing he could have done is exactly what he did. The best thing he could have done for around 48 other states was hit a home run. Yes. Which is what he did. <laughs> yeah. There is no doubt and, about and it. And then top of the ninth against Diego Castillo, the, the Yankees, they just... They just do nothing. They just do nothing against him. And they go home again. And which has pretty much defined the whole Judge, Stanton, LeMahieu, Torres. (laughs) Like, this, this era of Yankee baseball is just futility in October. I, I mean... I mean, this is a dumb question. Like, how bad did you feel that last out? And I, it was like I, I, I got out all the ranting for the first two outs. Okay, I got With all the ranting. Both strikeouts. So I mean, like both strikeouts. I was pissed. 
I was so pissed. Yeah, uh, Giancarlo backwards K. Like Giancarlo back to it. I like I, I swear. Okay, before I get in the I get into this. Okay. If I hear a single goddamn iota of blame thrown Giancarlo Stanton's way. I just need you to do a favor. Like, I just need you. Again, I just more- need you to do this community a quick favor and get the hell off the internet. Yeah, I, well, please. I, you can't. Just literally, please. Did, did you please. see backlash against? Yes, yes. What more could have he have, he have done? Like, oh, what? what hit a home would, run there? Like, what, what do you want him to do? Pitch a couple innings during either. Pitch series. a couple innings, throw batting practice, book the flights. Yes, yeah. What do you want him to do? <laughs> Give everybody their key cards at the hotel. Like, what, like, what, what do you want him to do? Pack the luggage. Back massage. Be assistant. <laughs> what? Be assistant to the traveling how secretary. You, what the hell how, do you want him to how, do? But how dare you blame Stan for anything? He, he could. Not if have, anything, he was the one bat that showed up in this series. No doubt. If anything, wow. oh, dude. Wow. If I John, can't believe if John Carl, Oh my god! Throw him All right. I gotta say, if Giancarlo Stanton had the postseason that Aaron Judge had, oh, 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 wow. oh my god, dude! There'd be there'd be pitchforks outside his house. One thousand people hate Stanton. They hate him. <laughs> Just, just for reference, for and anybody. I'm hearing people complain about Aaron Hicks and Luke Voigt, which granted Voigt didn't show up that much in the playoffs, but he hit the home run in Game Four. Yeah, well, standing three sixteen. Like meanwhile, meanwhile, people are saying, "Oh, they they should do something about that John Carlos or that Aaron Hicks." I'm like, Aaron Hicks showed up in this series. He hit three eighty nine. Yeah, you can't. But well, what, what bugs me <laughs> is that so many of these. So many of these guys are saying, oh, they got to do something about that home run or nothing approach, which granted, I do think they should bring in a couple more slap hairs in this lineup. I feel like it would be good. But Gio Urshela <laughs> was supposed to be that guy that was going to be a contact hitter. Yeah. One of your vaunted contact hitters hit 105 the entire series. Right. 2.96 OPS. So, yeah, you need more. I, I, Dan, <laughs> I'm seeing people still somehow blame Gary Sanchez for this. Meanwhile, he was on the bench for four or five games. When, when apparently, I thought the entire offense was supposed to be fixed when he hit the bench. Meanwhile, Higgy had a great postseason. Right. Can we I go, love Higgy. Can we go to that? Um, he gets replaced by Mike Ford. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my can, God. Can you? One of only shit. Can you, as a fan, explain this to me? Why, I listen, just like every single one of other Boone's decisions, I can't explain it. I, I, this I is like just Mike the Ford. epitome. A guy, Mike Ford, like John Boy had the best reaction that all of us were feeling. Okay. Like John Boy was just yelling and screaming when Mike Ford was put in the pinch hit. This guy has not had a hit since what? August. Yeah, like August 25th I or something. I did the research. Yeah. yeah. Since August. Since August. This guy hasn't had a hit. And you think it's a good idea to bring him in to lead off a tie game against a team that has put on a clinic against your good batters. And Higashioka has been one of the very few in this lineup to actually figure these guys out. Yeah. Somewhat figure them out. I, and by figure them out, I mean not lay down and die at the plate. Yes, absolutely. Higgy is the one one of the very few. One of either Higgy, LeMayu, Hicks, and Stanton who didn't lay down and die at the plate against these guys. And you think that Mike Ford 
is a better option than Pinchot in that situation. I don't, Mike Ford. I don't get it. I don't get it. I in was, no universe, in what universe, in what analytical gong show is that okay? Like, I get it. Like, the lefty-righty matchups. Dude, lefty-righty matchups have been... I, I can't stand them anymore. I am one of the very few people that thinks lefty-righty matchups are bullshit. Oh, and, it's, it, it, and Kevin Cash knows this. Yes. When, like, when Garcia was going out to pitch, he thought that the Boone and the Yankees thought that, oh, Bob, they'll bring out an all-lefty lineup, so we'll bring in Hap. And even then, against the lefty hitters, Hap got rocked. Yes, he did. And and even then, half the lineup was righties. So, because you know why? Kevin Cash knows that matchups don't matter anymore. Against a, a very few guys. Rake against um, opposite-hand pitchers. Right. And absolutely die at the plate against against uh, same-handed pitchers. Oh, yeah. So, I, and, I, uh, I, 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 mean, I can't stand Dude, um, with Mike Ford, it's much less the stupid analytics as it is that the guy hasn't had a hit since August. That should usurp any analytic out there. Really. I, 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 I don't even know. I don't even know. What it's, metric, what metric out there is there to prove that he was the better guy in this situation other than Higgy? And even then, Mike Ford strikes out, but puts up a somewhat competent at bat, which is better than a lot of other guys in right. the series. But I gotta say, the lineup. What every year we talk about the pitching, they got Garrett Cole. Guess what? Same result. Same exact result. Right. Nothing changed. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing changed. If anything, it's been the lineup. It's been the lineup that's vanished in situations like these. But Mike Ford. And then Mike Ford strikes out on like five pitches, puts up a semi-competent at bat again. I probably should have swung the bat like once or twice. <laughs> shouldn't have kept it on. Shouldn't have rested the bat on his shoulders. And then um, in the horrible uh, scenario, uh, Gary Sanchez goes behind well, the that, plate. This is also what I don't. Would get. you Let's... go from? Would you go from decent to horrible? To just flat right. out, you don't insane. need to be Bill James to figure out this wasn't going to work. Like you don't need to be, you don't need to be a Kevin Cash. You don't need to be a, you don't need to be a super genius. You don't need to be Joe Torre to figure out that to figure out that this that's a stupid decision. Right. You don't need to be like you don't need to be Billy Martin. You don't need to be. <laughs> Lou Pinelli, you don't or not Lou Pinelli. That's an article. That that guy's an idiot on his own. But oh God, there's probably some other guy. The guy from the Cardinals, like the guy from the Cardinals of a few years ago. I, I remember, not Mike Schilt, but, I, but yeah, just don't <clears> get like. Let's say <throat> let's say Mike Ford hits a freaking home run. Okay, game, Mike. Right? Uh, okay, Mike. And Ford, you got to put freaking Sanchez in for. Yeah, put Sanchez behind the plate right. in a one-run game where you have the lead. Yes. Awful. I just yeah. Awful. I just don't get it, but uh, very, very questionable decision. But yeah, I, I, um, well, I know he hasn't had a hit. But are the Yankees relying too much on matchups? I think game two is probably why they well, they, well, they the, throw out well they throw out a majority righty lineup out there anyway, right? So they don't care about matchups on the hitting, the pitching side of things, because they know that the same guys match against righties as they do against lefties, right? Help Giancarlo Stanton, who uh, against a guy like Tyler Glass now in game two, should have been completely outmatched, but he ended up raking. Yeah. 
Because he's Giancarlo. <laughs> Giancarlo don't care. Giancarlo, Giancarlo don't care. Giancarlo just needs a, a ball thrown his way. And he'll, Gi- he'll Giancarlo, take it Giancarlo, uh, Giancarlo hit ball. Giancarlo hit ball. Giancarlo see ball. Giancarlo hit ball. Giancarlo run bases. Giancarlo score run. I got major Pedro <laughs> Serrano vibe from him this series. 1.31 OPS. You can't say that Giancarlo Stanton didn't do anything. You cannot blame Giancarlo uh, d- Stanton tell for that, anything. Tell that to John from Staten Island. I, you, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, Glenn, I, and, and they look, when they talk about Stanton, they point at that at bat in the ninth where the where the bat didn't leave his shoulders. Which granted he probably should have swung sure. at one of those pitches. But again, this is against Diego Castillo. Right. A guy who, who like every other Rays reliever against the Yankees, has been Mariano Rivera. <laughs> yes, Mariano freaking Rivera. In 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 eight out of ten matches in the regular season. And and uh yeah, and three out of five this in the playoffs. So Dude, and the part that hurts the most about this is that the Rays are cleaning the hell out of the Astros right now. They are but And I know the Yankees damn well would have done the same thing. I believe so. Like I know that the Yankees would have come out and just beaten the shit out of him. I believe so. And what world does Dusty Baker best uh <laughs> Dusty Baker versus Amber? Remember, oh my remember God. when we laughed when we found out the Astros signed him? Like you were dying. You're about you you couldn't breathe when you found out that the Astros <laughs> hired Dusty Baker as the manager. And now I mean Okay, I well you can't okay, really Aaron, laugh Boone, right now. Aaron Boone versus Dusty Baker would have been a hilarious series. Be- because it would have been two chickens playing chess. <laughs> well, one of them's got to win, so... <laughs> like, one of them's got to win. It's just going to be the chicken that ends up, like, just... Or it's not that... They're not chickens. <laughs> it would be really smart dogs playing okay. chess. Like, right. really smart dogs sure. playing chess. Like, maybe they have a grasp of the game. Like, uh, <laughs> like, they, they... Like, like, they have some <laughs> sort of grasp at the game, but, like, they don't really know what's going on, but they're just happy to be there. Yeah, right. Like okay, with okay. with Boone and and uh, General Dusty, as Mad Dog would always call him. Ah, General Dusty, what are you doing back there, General Dusty? <laughs> I um, just awful. Just, I, I I can't I can't. <laughs> I yeah, a lot of lot of lot of, lot of questions. Well, where, I mean, there's where, a lot of questions in this off season. The uh, I, uh, I don't. This isn't really oh, breaking news. Uh, Steinbrenner Boone will be back next year. <laughs> what? Yeah, and really, I mean, he's won games. It's not like he's. It's not like his managing has gotten a a losing record. Yeah, losing record. There are times where he can be a good manager. So my question to you is, what needs to be done this offseason for them, I, I, for the Yankees I, I in twenty twenty one to advance? Past the American League Division Series. Well, honestly, like, the Rays are just extremely adaptive. Like, in a 60-game season, I know I'm pulling out this card, but... Like, well, put, that's that's the game we're playing right now, so play the card, yeah. Like, with, with the Rays, they're just really... They are stupid adaptive. And the Yankees, they aren't exactly... Uh, Somewhat too old school. You're saying too rigid in their too set in their ways. Well, it's not even that they're analytically inclined. They're one of the most analytically inclined teams in the game. Yeah, 
Hell, they're so analytically inclined that they thought that pinch hitting Mike Ford, <laughs> Mike freaking Ford, for Kyle Higashioka was a good idea. I I just don't get like that guy to me was the MVP of of, of everything in this season. He came, I didn't expect Mike that much Ford. of him. And I caught a great, Mike Ford. yeah, Higashioka caught a great game, hit for average. If the guy hit three home runs in one game, for God's sakes. He, I don't... Well, okay, I know that he's staying next year. I don't know if he has the longitude to be a... He's, yeah, I think he's 30, right? He's, he's like, kind of, I, he's, I don't know if he has the longitude to be a full-time catcher. And honestly, I don't know if he has the bat to be a, a full-time catcher just because he caught fire for a little bit. Yeah. And also, I know how good Gary Sanchez can be. Right. If Gary if Gary has a good spring training, and I'm not completely giving up on Gary Sanchez's bat. Sure, but I like, guess... I'm, I'm not completely giving up on Gary Sanchez. I'm just saying that he had a really, really, really bad season this year. So I guess this kind of pins on if Cole is like, no, I want... You better, you better, you better keep him because he's an awesome... He, he's my catcher, right? Oh yeah, Higashioka. Yeah, yeah. Higashioka, like, whatever Cole says. Like, Higashioka <laughs> is definitely he's staying. He's definitely staying. Okay. The one two, the one two is going to be Sanchez. Sanchez is going to be is going to be starting every other game that Cole's not pitching. Okay, because like even then Tanaka. Here's something that that you gotta read into here. Okay. And not a lot of people want to admit this because he's kind of this team's punching bag this year. He's the scapegoat. But in every single game that Tanaka has won in the postseason, caught by Gary Sanchez. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Well, then. I, where were those analytics when in, in uh, where were those analytics in, uh, in 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 the, in in the game where Tanaka gave up four four runs? Well, I think I they mean, just wanted to arrive at the bat of Higgy. Sure. And but they, that's a that's a, like a, in a normal that's a stat world that you play like though. A, in a normal world, um, Sanchez probably ends up figuring it out sometime down the line. And the Rays, they're they're the Rays. As much as I don't want to say this, are built for like in the six. I remember in the sixty game stretch last year, the Rays had the lead on the Yankees in the division. I think, or it was really close, really contested. Yeah. yeah. And I know I'm playing a really bad card, but again, I'm the last one to make excuses. Right. I mean, the Rays are built for for sprints like this. They're built. Also, that bullpen for the love. That's something I want the Yankees to address in the offseason. Yeah. The utter lack. If, if you're in a division with the Rays, then you got to pay up. Then you got to pay up to have because Ottavino has pitched his way out of the circle of trust. That's, I was going to ask you about that. But yeah, Adam Ottavino. Adam Ottavino is out of the circle. Yeah. He's out of that back end. Um, Lasagna, he's. <laughs> Lasagna. Yeah, um, lasagna. He's okay. Maybe give him another year to develop. Sure. He's got really good stuff. Sure. Green, like Green. I love Chad Green. Yeah, I like I. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it. Um, Canley will be back next year after Tommy John. 
although he might not be back until late next year, he'll yeah. be back. Britain. I think they should switch Chapman the setup man and make Britain closer. Interesting. Because Britain was overall the more stable. He was the more steady hand in the regular season and in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, which, and I'm seeing people blaming Chapman for all this. And all I got to say is, I, I remember my friend who's an Indians fan. He was talking to me. It's like, yo, they got to get rid of Chapman. He's blown a couple games. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so by your logic, Rivera should have been out after 97. He should oh, yeah, been out. yeah. Like, he should have been yep. out after Sandy Alomar. He should have been out after um, the total disaster of an inning that was on um, 2001. Yep. And he should have been out after 2004. I'm sorry. Aroldis Chapman has given up four home runs in the last calendar year. Two of them have been dead in the Yankee season. Yes. Just which, a little food for thought right there. Right, which stinks. But you but, gotta look at the bigger, bigger like picture at, here. At what level? <laughs> like at, at, at what level? Okay. How are you? You can't. Or all this Chapmans don't grow on trees. No. And the bullpen depth has been thinned out. You can't just say, "Oh well, Chapman, he'll just uh, he'll go away." The Yankees still have him. Him. Yeah, him, or, him, or, him we'll him, we'll him, trade him, him for him, prospects. Him, him. Like, yeah, come on. <laughs> also, he's got a contract, and his stuff is kind of waning. He wouldn't garner a lot. Um, I'm hearing Josh Hader has been in eternal trade rumors. I heard that as well. Like ever since last winter, I'm thinking maybe Josh Hader, although the Yankees don't really have the the prospects to do it. Right. Like maybe maybe they do off Frazier and go after Michael Brantley this offseason, which Frazier, Frazier didn't see a lot of time in the playoffs, which I am disappointed by. In one of the two games he started, he hit a home run. Yep. Yeah, so... Bullpen. Yes. I definitely look to bullpen help. I definitely look to that bullpen. Because if you're in the same division as the Rays, and I don't really like looking at the division as kind of a a reason to build around uh, your team, but... If you're going to be going toe-to-toe with the Rays every year from now on. It's certainly looking like it. Like, if you're going to if you're going to be doing that, then then you're then you definitely have to go after multiple closer types. Yeah. Um I just pulled up list of Yankees uh impending free agents. Um I mean, the big one here besides Tanaka, LeMahieu. Give him, give him whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, that guy is a clutch like man. I, that guy's a hitting machine. That guy is unflappable. I, 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 I don't. That I guy don't, is clutch. I don't want to. I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go too far into that because I'd okay. just be repeating the same thing. Sure, just give him sure. blank check, give him whatever the hell he wants. Anyways, uh, Masahiro Tanaka, I consider him somewhat expendable. Um, I wouldn't he'll, be pissed. Like, especially he'll be a Yankee. Dodger or a Blue like, Jay. Like, he's just, like the, just one of those teams who just keeps buying stuff. Like the rich kid with all the money that buys, like all, it, the, buys all the it, toys. Especially if... Uh, they have something lined up with Trevor Bauer, which I don't think the Yankees are going to sign Trevor Bauer. I mean, come on. Rumors. As awesome rumors as that would be. As awesome. awesome as that would be. 
to have a rotation, to have a one, two, three of Cole, Severino, and Bauer, then <laughs> that'd be pretty. That's pretty. That would be broken. That would be broken. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. That would be a glitch. Yes. That would be a glitch. That, that, that would, would be, be a broken. cheat code. Yes, that would be. <laughs> although we've said that the Yankees are a cheat code uh, every year. Right. And the cycle, it keeps repeating itself because at like, at what point do I look at the Yankees offseason and just not get hyped anymore? Because <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, if, it, if there's always one team that's better, if there's always one thing that happens, if somebody gets hurt, if it's not decided by on paper, because on paper the Yankees are – on paper, they're the best in the American League. Bar none, they're the best in the oh, American no League. no doubt. On paper. No doubt. On paper, when they're healthy, if the Yankee rotation was healthy and hurling, they they win the series. Yankee rotation, like, although I'm not going to blame the starting pitching, that's, that's not the thing I want to do, and it's the scapegoat every year. Sure. Just, I mean, look up what relievers are free agents. Coming up, all right. I will look at that. Um, relievers. Relievers. Yep. Uh, let's see. Is it the top? Let me see if I can pull up just relievers. Uh, Brett Brett Gardner is he coming back? He's coming back. He 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 always has a hot streak. That'll keep him around. I think is October. We'll keep him around. One more <laughs> one more year. Go to spot track. Da, 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 da. Coming up, sir. Coming up. Coming up. Come on, load up. What the what the what the heck? Oh man. So yeah. Well, Spot track's not loading today. I'll wait, I'll wait for it. Yeah, they're... Um, but yeah, I just I, want them to go after whatever big-time reliever is out there. All right, here we go. Um, This is sorted by salary. Um, uh, Zach Britton's got an option. He's technically... I wouldn't... If I'm any player, I wouldn't opt out this year. Hell no. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. Um, the the big guys I'm seeing uh, as that stand out are um, God, God, I was a, Ken Giles. Ken Giles, he could be really good. Kirby Yates. Um, Shane Green. Liam Hendricks. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Liam Hendricks. <laughs> Dude, I would love me some <laughs> Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks. Uh, um, even um, like even though he's insanely old, um, used Merrill yeah, Petit. Thirty-two. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Joaquin Sorium. Yeah, just. I mean, there's guys. There's definitely guys out there. There are guys out there. <laughs> Tyler Clipper. Oh, Darren O'Day. All right, <laughs> thirty-eight years old. Darren O'Day was insane. He was so good. Yeah. Um, well, have you been watching? Have you still been watching? 
Baseball. No, I'm All I'm right. torn this time. Here. But I know that the Braves have been really good. Yeah, but, so the but Braves I, I and Rays for like, sure. I don't want to talk about baseball for too much longer because we have something happier oh, yeah. to talk we, about. Oh, yeah. We have something happier to talk about. All right. Let's talk about another sport. Okay. We go from a diamond to an oval, and that oval happens to be covered with frozen water <laughs> for the New Jersey Devils offseason is in full I, swing. Last I, week, we talked about the draft. We did. Draft was good. We were both happy. And they made a few moves since then. They bought out Corey Schneider. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Corey. I mean, that era has ended. It was that, that poor guy. Promising. That, that poor bastard. Dude, he, he finished in, like, top five in Vesna voting, like, numerous times. Or in 2016, I knew he finished top five in Vesna voting. The guy kept us single-handedly in playoff contention yeah, in 2016. Fortunately, uh, he was, the, the team around him was not. <laughs> there was no offense. No. That guy was just, all he did was just, was just. Stop pucks, man. He was just so good. Yeah. And in 2017, he was looking really good. Whoa. I'm, some, I'm grabbing like bits of hair. I you're just, pulling, you're literally pulling your hair out. Oh my God, dude. Are you okay, my, dude? Oh my God. Oh God. I'm sorry for your carpet. That's all right. We'll get, I'll, I'll sweep it up later. Um, like, Don't go bald yet, dude. Don't put you, this is not, it's not worth pulling all your hair out over. But, um, yeah, just shot. Yeah. Schneider. And, drink too, man. yeah. And I mean, he's not done yet. Somebody, yeah, the Islanders picked him up. I oh, they did. Him, oh, they I did. Yes, they did. Like I, I consider him kind of cooked. Personally, I consider him cooked. I feel like this is more the this is Mackenzie's Blackwood team for the future, or this is uh, Nico, I, I hope Nico so. Dawes. <laughs> I think the third round pick from this yeah. year is our Blackwood or Dawes's team I for hope, the future. I hope so. Blackwood's like twenty three, so he's got a lot of life left. Hopefully, but currently, um, the Devils they made a move for a goalie, move for a really really good goalie. Um, same first name as the last. Yes. One. Um, Spelled they, different, but same. They before. signed Corey Crawford yes, formally, to a two-year deal. Not yeah. gonna lie, this is weird, but I really like it. It is like, with, with the Blackhawks. He was really good. Really, guy knows how to win. Dude, guy played really for good. a winner. Guy is a he, winner. Like even last year, he had a dominant stretch to end, to end the season. Just flat out dominant. Yeah, like save percentage down the stretch of like nine twenty five, I think. Yeah, that's, that's great. He was really good. Two years, seven point eight million dollar contract, so nothing, nothing really crazy. good. He'll he'll be off the books by the time Hughes' entry level deal is up. Just really good stuff. I like Corey Crawford. I think he's gonna. I think he'll be good. I mean, he's going from uh, one. Horrible defensive situation to another. <laughs> so Although nothing... that, a defensive situation made less horrible by a certain trade with the Columbus Blue Jackets for a fifth round pick. Yes. The Devils trade for solid top four defensemen, 2012 first round pick, first 2012 second overall draft pick, Ryan Murray. Ryan Murray. From the Columbus Blue Jackets. So they're, they're, trying. they're trying. I feel like them. this move... I don't know if I put him on the top line, although I probably would. He's probably this team's best defenseman off the bat. Well, that's like, what I was saying. Like, what, what, how, how much, like, what, what harm could that do to put him on the top line? It just made it better. 
Just really good defense. I think he'll at least be on the top four. Just a really solid move to shore up a really, really big hole on the Devils, which has been Huge, there gaping hole for years. A hole that a whole bag of pucks could go through. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've seen this. We lament about this every week. And every summer, and now fall, we're, we talk about how it's going to be fixed. Yes. When we oh. talk about, oh, the trade for this guy, this guy. Uh, they yeah, that's it. They said they got the pieces they need uh, they now. They got the pieces. Yes. Yeah, they're going to make a run for it. Right. And then, then it all kind of falls apart. Um, and then, uh, yeah, trade for the mango. This is a move that I've been clamoring for. for really? This. this is my hands down, probably my favorite move of this offseason. The New Jersey Devils trade Joey Anderson, who was a solid up-and-coming third, fourth-line, bottom six forward, could have been a middle six guy at best. They trade Joey Anderson for Andreas Janssen. I love it. He is going to slot in right next to either Jack Hughes or Nico Escher next year. He is going to be good. He's young, really, really young. He's got that youth in his rookie year in Toronto. He scored 20 goals, and yeah. if I'm not mistaken, he didn't have a lot of time with Matthews. Just really good. Really good. He'll, yes. Like he didn't have a lot of time next to Matthews or Tavares. Yeah. From what I know, I think he spent time with Kadri. Although that Leafs forward core, really, really good. And it's good to be cautiously optimistic. Yes. Be cautiously optimistic because he's not going to have, he's not going to have a Nazem Kadri. No. <laughs> Even though Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer are they're, really good. They're and very they're talented. Only gonna, they're only going to get better. And dude, I, being honest, I think, I think Janssen is going to, Sit right on the second line with Gusev, either with Hughes or Heischer. Yeah. And honestly, I think if Hughes, if development goes to plan, I think he takes over that one C spot. If like, I mean, like, that's what we're hoping for, right? Oh my god, dude! <laughs> it's still insanely likely, dude. You watched the games sure, last year. I did. You've watched him. You see when he's on the puck, the guy's an animal. He is. Yeah, he just needs a little more. The guy's size an animal. He was just sneak some bitten. Some experience. He was sneak bitten, dude. You <laughs> see all the chances he'd get that would just I, ring off the post, yeah. and then he'd just. Then he'd be right on the doorstep after making a really good pass, and then the other guy would make a really good pass back to him, and then the puck would just kind of boink, go right over his stick. Yeah. It would be a knuckle puck or something like right, that. The right. guy was snake Chip in the ice, something like but that. But if that's... you just watched him, if you watched him skate, you could tell this guy has the goods. Right. And Absolutely. Andreas Janssen, he has that little, he's got, he got some ability. He's got some spice. He'll fit right in that top six on the second line. He'll play some uh, power play minutes, too. You can see him out there on the power play with with someone like, and like on the second power play, with either, like, he sure Hughes. Um, I know they like to throw Zajac on the second power play yeah. a lot, which for some reason that guy is still chugging along at 35. Like, I, I don't know how he gets power play minutes anymore. He's uh, he's drinking, like, he's drinking 
He's drinking blood or something. I don't know, man. He's, he's like, eating mingies. He's eating mingies, man. When you eat, eat your mingies, good things well, happen. When you eat your mingies, you you become Travis Ajax. Yeah, good you things happen. You become good enough. Just not good, great. <laughs> good not enough. great, but not but but good enough. Right. And good enough that people <laughs> think that's eh, a good hockey player. Yeah, well, right we'll there. sign you for another seven years. We'll sign you for another seven years <laughs> and give you a horrible contract. <laughs> How long until that contract? I, up? you know, I'll look that. I'll, I'll have to look that one up. I, I think. I think uh, Zajac's contract. It's coming is up. up. I think his contract is up right when Hughes's contract is. Is. Uh, free agent next next year. Whoa! Oh my God! Come Walmart, shut up! I know, shut up Walmart. Uh, yes, unrestricted free agent twenty twenty one. So, <laughs> you may only have to put up with him for another year. I know, I know. I wouldn't consider it. <laughs> no, no, no. He's been. I really he's... like Travis Zajac. Sure, I think I think he's really good. He was just a case of Lou Lamarello going a little bit mental. Yeah, right before he left. <laughs> like Blue Lamarell going a bit mental, and then when he left, and then he casually built a cup contender in the Islanders. So, yeah. Um, thank you. Although I got to say, dude, Tom Fitzgerald has been nothing short of great so far. I love the moves he's made. All of them solid. Nothing to complain about so far. Except for the Makumadulin pick. Um, that makes no sense. <laughs> the guy has the, a hockey IQ of a carton of milk. Right. Well, I I perhaps, like I, like I said last week, perhaps, you know, sit him down, <laughs> watch some, watch some, uh, watch some video maybe, get him out there and teach, teach. One thing teach is you can't teach hockey IQ, though. Yeah. I, yeah, you mentioned like, that last you, week too. You can't teach that. When we talk about Jack Hughes, he has something that you can't teach. Right. He's yeah. That's that's why you become. <laughs> that's why that's why you become our number one pick. So yes. Yes. Yeah. I, just yeah. Just well, really and you can't win them all. You, well, you know what? you gotta pick a dark horse out there somewhere. You can't. And again, Makuma Duan. I mean, I guess he's he's six four. I mean, also another guy you got to consider coming up through the system is Kevin Ball. You got to wonder if he gets any time. Um, Riley Walsh. They just signed him. He'll be, he'll be on the roster. Yeah. He'll be a starter, or not really a starter. I consider starters like in the lineup playing yeah, games. Right. That's why I consider a starter in hockey. So sure. for uh, it makes sense. <laughs> for when no down the line, dude, Walsh is gonna start. Yeah. Like those college free agents, those college guys, they're seasoned as hell. Yeah. Seen a lot of minutes. So again, not getting overly optimistic. Not like last year. But last not, year, come on, not, you gotta not, go back in last year and be like, holy. Go crap. back at last year, yeah, dude. Yeah. That off season was amazing. Was, wait, I'm, like that they like they like in two days. The draft Jack Hughes right. in in the span of less than twenty four hours. Yeah. They draft Jack Hughes and trade for PK yeah. Super. I mean, at the time you couldn't have asked for anything. At more. the time we were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you and honestly, and- I think Subban this year with Lindy Ruff, a guy who knows how to coach offense. Yeah, I feel like he has a brain and won't make PK Subban play penalty kill minutes. In New York, when he was in charge of the defense, which, why the hell do you do that? 
Um, yeah, then you usually get bad decisions, but Lindy Ruff, I think he'll put Subban nowhere close to a penalty kill. You put him nowhere near that. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Right. All right, well, uh, and I'm hearing, uh, so he's, uh, they're targeting a January 1st start date, I'm hearing. Well, I mean. That's what I'm hearing, but. Huh. Uh, Which, uh, yeah, January 1st, 2021. Um, uh, Yes, uh, they're they're hoping to get a winter classic going at Target Field, Minnesota. That would be cool. That, yes. Winter classic without any fans, though, is stupid. It's outside. They put a few out there. Oh, yeah, you can definitely put it. You can put a few out there. Yeah. Yeah, especially since like sports teams are kind of starting. It's Minnesota, to, like be, le- leagues are trying to figure out how to. They'll be like, wearing. They're figuring, they're figuring out. They'll how be to wearing do it. like masks anyway. It's so freaking cold out there. <laughs> they'll be wearing <laughs> yeah. masks anyways. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a fitting way to start it, and I think that's a good. I think it's a good start. I think December. I think they're targeting December first. I think that's too soon, but. December first, I think. You know what? Shoot, man! Like, let's possible. play all the games outside. Let's figure out a way to like oh, just build outdoor be, rinks for cool. everything. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, hockey <laughs> is a game that started outside, and that's the way it was meant to be played. <laughs> just of put course, but put a rink in the middle of the uh, of the Prudential Center parking lot. You. You could fit one there. I don't know about the crowds or anything, but um, oh no, you, well, you know, in New Jersey they're was, not gonna have crowds there. I can't we in ba- New Jersey they're not allowing that. Uh, shoot, I guess there's a difference between Arlington <laughs> in Texas, right? And well, New Jersey. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, well, what about Dallas, uh, Phoenix, <laughs> like L.A. Gets canceled. They somehow did a Winter Classic at the Cotton Bowl last year. Yeah. How on earth do you have a Winter Classic in Texas? Yeah, I was almost like, hey, how about the Meadowlands? But you can't. Well, a Winter Classic at MetLife Stadium <laughs> has been an idea. Dude, a Devils Rangers Winter Classic at MetLife Stadium. Why haven't they done it? Dude, just... why we wouldn't go to that? Oh, we'd be there in a second. We wouldn't go to that. I Come would, on, I would dude. shell out good money for that. Oh, yeah. Devils Rangers wear mm-hmm. a classic at MetLife Stadium. Yeah. It would be insane. Yeah. I think it's in North Jersey. You'd be flooded with Devils fans. All of a sudden, like, where the hell did you guys come from? You guys, I didn't know we had this many fans. <laughs> like, dude, North Jersey is drenched in Devils Red, man. Yeah, uh, why, why are they going to the games then? Well, the team <laughs> sucks. They, I, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I yeah they should, remember dude in in twenty eighteen the rock was packed yeah twenty eighteen those playoffs yeah dude it was packed it was packed should be like that every winner die win or lose should be like that like in Canada like at the, well in Canada <laughs> like they're this, religious to it I know they're religious for it I know you know what I don't want them to pack it because then the ticket prices would go up to five hundred dollars a seat like it is with the maple leaves never mind. I take it yeah, back. Yeah, just I take make, it back. make the like we, we need to have nights like November thirteenth where where we can get we can get seats. Yes, like just night of the game, <laughs> like oh, 50 bucks, yeah, fifty bucks around the glass. Yeah, yeah. Not bad idea. Yeah, we take forty. All right, thanks. Yeah, fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. But man, if they could logistically figure it out to play a lot more outdoor winter classic type games. That would be awesome. I remember the Devils had one stadium series game against the Rangers at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. 
which which went horribly. It was but we we, we remember that one. We remember that one. That one stung because they had a three one lead early. Yep. And, it's and then then they blew slowly, it. Yeah, they did. Which blow speaking it. of the Rangers, Henrik yes. Lundqvist signed with the Capitals. <laughs> that makes no sense. I'm sitting. I'm like, the hell? Like, I thought he was done. Why the hell would he go? Why the hell would he go anywhere else? Like, I, this reminds me a lot of when Marty Brodeur signed with the Blues. Yes, yeah, which made no sense. It was weird. It was so weird. I'm like, let's just enjoy your time off, man. You earned it, but dude, you'll be making millions of bucks from the Enterprise commercials anyway. Right, alone, yeah. Or um, go get a go get a endorsement deal with Mercedes Benz like Lamorello did. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lou Lamorello, and I'm <laughs> I don't know if you remember those. He did uh, it was they were radio ads for Mercedes. It's like Lou, man, you sold out, but he wanted to, he, he wanted a Benzo, man. I guess he probably got a free one. Ah, uh, well. Well, yeah, the the free Mercedes. That's get the Benz, take it. I don't blame him. Yeah, was, get, get the Mercedes. He events. wasn't who I would call a, a pitch man, though. Yeah. <laughs> he was very. <laughs> I'm Lula Morello. I wonder if there. Are, I wonder if I could find one. Uh... <laughs> man. <laughs> wonder if anybody put. They were just audio only, though. But. Um... Bruce Boudreaux. He <laughs> sold Mercedes Benz. Yeah, well, I, if I find it, I'll uh, <laughs> throw it up here. But yeah, pitch man. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> great hockey guy I don't know much about car pitchmen but you know what if I had the money and, and they threw in some devil's gear I, I would have done it I guess like I, I'm my friends so hey, hi <sighs> I'm Ming Chen hi I'm Ming Chen and I on my daily commute to do to when I podcast I only podcast at uh, uh whatever like circle Mercedes Benz of Eaton Town I only whatever. podcast that I don't know whatever yeah whatever the Mercedes the, the one a little silver ah oh, did you really have to pull up that I mean we gotta talk about it I right? mean yeah but I don't know what the hell else to say I'm 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 beating the hell out of a dead horse dude yeah right. Giants so Giants lose in a very in a game excruciating fashion one thousand percent should have won they were like leading. Very, very very excruciating. Uh, lost to the Dallas Cowboys in Arlington. Just really disgusting stuff. But I just, my God, dude. What I got to, I just got to send my, my prayers out to Dak Prescott. Just, oh, yeah. Just horrible. Horrible. I remember right after. Injury. Like, I have a story to tell about that injury, okay. actually. I remember as I watched it, like, maybe a minute after it happened, I immediately called up my friend Salt. Huge Cowboys fan. Oh, man. I remember I just literally called him like someone died. Yeah. Like, after I found out, like, I mean, that, like I called him in the tone like that I just found out, like, his mom tragically died. Right. In, like, a, like a car accident I or think, something like that. I mean, like, I, I think, remember I called him. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. I was oh my watching God. it. I was like, oh, my God. Are, are <laughs> like, you okay? You, You'll be all I'm right. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. Because, oh, my God, dude. Like, oh, they're bringing out the stretcher. Like, I could hear him start weeping. Like I, on the call, it's like, oh no! I felt no. bad. Everything went quiet. I was sitting in that seat watching the game on a on, on a laptop when it happened, and um, I saw it. Um, he had the ball. It's going for a first down. So I I saw him kind of get pushed, and then tackled. Didn't yeah. really look bad or anything, but the I, I saw him, I saw him grabbing. Was I saw him grabbing his calf, and the commentator was like, "Uh oh, I think um, hopefully he just uh, hopefully it's just a cramp." 
But then I looked down at his foot. It's like it's pointed, pointed the sideways, other way, pointed the other I'm way, like, and dangling. And the and his Gordon ankle, Hayward type injury right there. Yeah, his ankle looked like a grapefruit, like a softball was stuffed down his sock. And I'm like, oh crap, that is not good. And then they went to the replay slow mo. And that looked clean. Gruesome. It was a clean snap. Yes. A clean snap. Right. And I think it snapped, and then he put more pressure on it, which dislocated it. <gasps> oh. And then he went down, thankfully. But it was it was so cringeworthy. And, I mean, a guy of that caliber, whether you like him or not, to lose him is bad for the game. Oh, bad yeah. for the Cowboys. Just bad dude, for everything. Dude, so you, you really hated to so, see it happen. Like, oh, my God. Dude, I felt so bad for him, especially yeah. when he was on the stretcher, like, crying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That that just made me think back to when Victor Cruz got hurt in 2014. Yeah. It just made me think back to that because you knew at that moment, well, it wasn't like this because Prescott, we know he's going to come back. Yeah. With Cruz, you could tell that, oh, Oh, he's not going to be the same. Like, and you could tell by the look on his face. You yeah. could tell by everyone who was there. He was grabbing his knee. He knew. Everyone knew. Right. That he was. Yeah. It's, kind of toast that's, after yeah, that. for sure. Just, uh, which is crazy. And, uh, yeah, he had him out on the cart, put his, put his fist up, but you, you, I, you could, yeah, you you could you could every every sense of pain was written on his face. Just yeah, I just felt I felt bad for the dude. Um, so he, so I saw it. He had surgery and he went home like in less than twenty four hours. This is the medical treatment you get when you're a star in the NFL. When you're the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, for sure. And I get. guess you know that quick of a turnaround, I guess, is a good sign. I mean. Oh, no, they're saying the timeline for his recovery is four or six months. That yeah, I thought you were about to say weeks. I was like, holy crap, man! <laughs> what a there's some kind of alien healing technology. But yeah, that's yeah. Take at this point, take your time. Um, and then once you kind of shook that off, uh, Giants are still up, right? Yeah, they were still up, and then Andy Dalton comes in. Yeah, who's somehow a backup. And he comes back, wins the game. Yeah, hell of a backup. Rah, rah, great story. The goddamn end, dude. I don't know what other points to make. The offensive line was bad. The defense is bad. Daniel Jones had another turnover, although this game wasn't 100% his fault. Yada, 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 yada. Goddamn yada. I don't, I don't want to keep saying the same things, dude. If I'm going to keep saying the same things, I'm not going to cover the Giants. If all I'm going to do is keep saying the same things when there's more valuable stuff I can talk about in sports. I... Honestly, it's the same damn story. It's every the time. same exact story every year. Every year it's the same exact story. Yeah. Like, I'm... I don't even, like, don't even, like, like, I don't even even, don't even want to talk about it like i don't even have anything to talk about i hear you except um freaking graham man your graham gano's good dude 
Like, again, again, another good. How many another, plus another another field exact, goals. another talking point? Graham Gano, he's really good. Blah 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 blah. Every week, it's the same thing with the Giants. Dude earned his paycheck though. Like, how many well, yeah, over definitely. fifty yard field goals did he hit? Yeah, definitely. Dead on the money each time. Definitely. I'm just trying to find some positives here. <laughs> That's one of them. I, I I mean, I don't know what else you want to point to. And um, I, you know, I, I, with that gone, I, I was hoping that they could pull this one out. But Dude, it's just so. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, 20 for 33, 222 yards. Um, oh, and the Giants scored a touchdown. That's good, right? They scored a few <laughs> Finally. touchdowns. Well, they, they, had a, they, they had a pretty long drought. <laughs> Yeah, like fourteen some odd quarters. Like uh, again, just it's a long it's drought. A, same exact story every. Yeah. Well, week. I mean, he didn't throw a pick this week. That's good, right? Yeah, uh, he still small fumbled. He fumbled. He did, did fumble, which <laughs> led to a Cowboys touchdown. What, I mean, every game, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's kind of. Can they put? Can they embed like magnets in his hand or something? I don't. I don't know what to. Yeah, sorry, dude. I just don't. Like, I, like, uh, yeah, I can't even. So, um, what do they got coming up this week? Just uh, the Washington football team for the Giants. Um, they're probably going to lose because that's how it happens. Uh, the Browns are four and one. Which how? Yeah, I mean, they they got a good team. They got a really they're doing good. good. Well, they they face a four zero Steelers team. It should should be a good game. Dude, all oh. imagine that rivalry comes back. <laughs> that Ima- would be- imagine that rivalry becomes a thing again. Oh my god, that would be amazing. That could be cool. Dude, Brown Steelers, Browns and the Steelers, they hate each other. I don't know that because I've just seen the Steelers beat the hell out of them for my life. But they just there's animosity there. There's like. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're located in such close proximity. Yeah, it's a natural rivalry for sure. Oh they're, yeah. They're within, you know, they're not not that far from each other. Uh, well, you want to talk about the other the other New York team, uh, Le'Veon Bell, New York Jets. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell got got cut. Yeah. All that bluster. Uh, All that. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Go back to making crappy rap tracks because that's the only money you're going to make. <laughs> anyway, just, I mean, I don't know what else to talk about in terms of football. Okay, I yeah. But anyway, just, um, I would like to give kudos to the L.A. Lakers. And by the L.A. Lakers, I mean LeBron yeah. for winning an NBA championship. And no, Jordan's still better. Absolutely. Jordan's still better. I I just want to get that out of the way. I want to get that. I want to get that out of the way. Michael Jordan is still eons more of a, of an athlete. 1000%. Then LeBron will ever be 1000%. But I do, but you know, the, the funny story about this Yes. is that, you know how uh, his kid, Bronny was caught, uh, doing, uh, (laughs) he was, uh, he was smoking the marijuana, marijuana. He was smoking. He was smoking. He was smoking Wait, I, some of the devil's lettuce <laughs> on his Instagram story. What the hell? <laughs> he, he was smoking weed on his Bobby? Instagram story. It caught wind, and everybody was just talking about how LeBron was going to beat the shit out of him when he got. How old is this kid? Like seventeen. Oh, dude, man. he's a 
he's he's got a tailor made NBA career ahead of him. Right. The guy's he's royalty. Also, he's already set to make millions of dollars. A. It's, it's also. Uh, I'm assuming his kid. Also, a from his father's will. Sure. He's he's set <laughs> his, for life. His the the uh, the James Estate is not hurting. No. The James Estate <laughs> is going to give him uh, quite a. Bit. Sure, on endorsements alone, uh, I think the, they're doing quite well. Yes, um, he's also a talented basketball player. Let's and not forget he that he is going to be, um, and he has a career ahead of him. What really, I think, what really kind of it really reminds me of that movie Boys in the Hood. You know that movie with Ice Cube? I, yes, I literally and Cuba just Gooding watched Jr. it. Yes, good, great movie. Oh what, my god, really great movie. So good. So yeah, good. Doughboy, uh, yes, good, good move, great movie. And it was, it reminds me a lot of that guy that got shot by that, that by that by that gang. Yes. I think. And he like he had the lottery, took it out. He did. Got he got accepted college. Yes, got Cooper accepted King. college. He got the SAT scores just enough. Bronny, that that reminds me, damn near. Exactly. Oh, and Morpheus is in it. <laughs> it's yeah, a, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, I mean, Morpheus Lawrence Fishburne before before he goes bald mm-hmm. and his hair goes gray. Everything, every movie that guy is in, every single role he plays is so good. He's so underrated. Oh, the uh, the pigeon guy from John Wick. Yeah, he's good. He's a good actor. Yeah, Larry Fishburne, very underrated. Yeah, actor. hats off to you. The only the only reason <laughs> the only reason he doesn't get enough credit is because of Samuel Jackson. Eh, yeah. when, just when people think about great black actors, they just think about Samuel Jackson. Yeah, well, Morgan Freeman. Uh, more, yeah, Samuel Jackson, <laughs> Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. There's a lot of good, lot of good actors out there. But um, wow. It, well, well like, I, I feel like LeBron is just gonna like just everybody's talking about LeBelt because he's going up. He's like. Brody, <laughs> get your ass get down your ass here. Get your ass down here. And then his other kids, like, they're like everybody's going to be going like that Bill Cosby. Like, hey, like, like, hey, Stevie Wonder's kid. What? Come over to Brownie's house, man. You got to see it. Brownie's getting a beating. Hey, well, Brownie getting a beating. I want to go see Brownie getting a beating. <laughs> like, like, oh, my God. It was so it. Just all the memes about it. Yeah. But I feel like why LeBron would be pissed is because, like, especially how he thinks. It's just like, and what we've seen in terms of, like, his act activism kind of stuff. It's just like you have, like, a great career in your hands. You have millions of dollars right there. Yeah, don't screw it up. Like, and LeBron would probably say something like, dude, you have millions of dollars in your hands as a black man in America. Like, do you have any idea how hard that is? Yeah. Like, do you have any idea, like, how lucky you are? And you're gonna go and smoke weed on an Instagram story, which <laughs> screw you over out of don't not don't, don't even don't even think about college. Yeah, don't even think about colleges right. yeah. that might steer clear of you. Yep, because the guy probably had a sponsored a scholarship to to somewhere like Kansas or Villanova, or sure. Kentucky, yeah. like one of those great, great basketball yep. schools by the jam's name alone. Right, and he's gonna go and smoke weed. On his Instagram story, right. just like what kind of idiot like, do you don't have bra- to be? Don't brag about it. Like really, yeah. It's don't just I, again, just really strong boys in the hood vibes. Well, and it's I'm, like I'm sure. and it's like when uh, like when that that guy does, like the actor forgot his name, but Larry Fishburne's kid goes to like goes and almost uh, like comes with the guys to to go on that that drive. Yeah, Cuba Gooding. Yeah, it was Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, when Cuba, sure. Cuba Gooding Jr. he ends up uh, like he goes and the like he goes. Uh, like he goes on the like the drive by, and and yes. like Larry Fishburne's just kind of like sitting there, 
just like anxious as all hell and and just like dude like i didn't raise you to be like this nope. like i didn't raise you to be like that <laughs> i can't well, i'm sure after he got hit with the belt he learned his lesson <laughs> also uh maybe i'm sure he learned his lesson after being judged by the court of Instagram. So, <laughs> listen, we all make mistakes. Oh, no, he learned um, his lesson. You know, I'm assuming they all live in L.A. right now. So, I mean, weed is legal there, although you got to be 21. But, you know. Bronny's like 17. <laughs> yeah, so. Like, Bronny's 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Even then, like, weed isn't exactly, like, accepted. In the Although, if the NFL collective bargaining agreement is anything to go mm-hmm. by, the NBA Players Association will willingly get fleeced out of any job security to smoke weed. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, remember, uh, like, the NFL, they allowed their players to get, like, they dragged their players through the dirt. Right. Like, they gave all the money to the rich owners. And the funny thing is, all these players are going to be like, oh, the, oh, they're taking advantage of us. The rich white men, they're taking advantage of us. It's like, dude, you gave them all that power. So you could just have a... So you could have a little, have a little puff. <laughs> like what kind of, what kind of idiot? Just Bronny. I'm like, I know not he, a he good got, move. I know he got his ass kicked. Not a good he move. got well, his ass beat. Well, this is how you learn your lesson. You don't want to get your ass beat again. So yeah, it's fair enough. So, <laughs> um, I was reminded today. Uh, Tyson's fighting again. Uh, Wait, you, uh, what? When? Yeah, uh, November twenty eighth. Oh, my God. It's actually happening? It's, it's happening. Oh, my God. I think it was supposed to be earlier, but they postponed it. But Roy Jones Jr., oh man. Oh, um, my God. Who's Roy Jones Jr. again? Uh, like, isn't he, he like a middle kind of? Uh, let's see. Yes. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. is 51. Oh, we'll go man. to the tail of the tape. Uh, um, Tyson's 54. He could still but good. Yo, okay. I'm not talking about Roy Jones Jr. I'm talking about Tyson Fury yeah. or Deontay Wilder. Like I can think of, or uh, what about Tyson Holyfield three? Holyfield's been getting jacked. Yeah. I want. Do I want to see Tyson Holyfield three? Because well, if this works out, you might see it. Let's go to the tail of the tape. Okay, here. dude. I'm. Here's the tape. I I will willingly, I'll willingly fight. I'll not not fight, but I'll willingly uh, either pay for or pirate this. <laughs> I'll go on I, Twitch just like uh, I did the Logan uh, the Logan Paul KSI fight. Yeah. Now I mean Tyson's got three years on him, so three years when you're in your fifties is a lot. However, he is Tyson. Last fight June two thousand five. That was a long time ago. Really long ago. Yeah. Real long ago. Um, their height about the same. Uh, Tyson got a seventy-one inch reach versus Roy Jones Jr. seventy-four. I don't have weights here, but you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, this, yes, we are we are somehow finding a way to watch this. I think everybody is. I think this is in. Oh, dude. You know, kind of in a world right now where you know we do have sports. Like this is probably the best thing that happened sports wise. Oh, dude, this is awesome. Yeah, dude, I, I do. I'm. I'll watch this, dude. It's Mike Tyson. I've never seen him fight, dude. I want to see a Mike Tyson well, fight live. Whole, but, it, it, dude, boring. this is like this is. They were so close to having a Rocky Balboa like scenario where he'd fight Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder. Yeah. 
Well, because like, any okay, mi- Mike Tyson versus Deontay Wilder, I think that would be very, very interesting. <laughs> Barring any mishaps. Although the last know- time I checked, I think uh, Fury kicked the crap out of Wilder yeah. the last time uh, they fought. Um, Which is weird when you look at them because Fury, is, he's got a little bit of blubber to him. Like he's got sure he's got he's a he's a big dude he's got he's got he's got he's, flab. Uh, you know, flab. You can put some weight behind those punches, though, man. So, <laughs> although I think they're in a different weight class. Yeah, Fury's two hundred fifty-seven pounds listed. And Wilder's like her height and weight. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Tyson and Wilder couldn't be a fight. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'll be watching. For, and if Tyson wins, I, I guess the worst thing that could happen is it's a bad fight. that They're just kind of dancing around or, um, I don't know. Well, Mike Tyson steps into the ring. He's doing it to kick the shit out of he's someone. He's there to not go with one punch, yes. He's done it many times before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just want to, what would be really cool if I just see a Mike Tyson patented first round knockout. That is the thing I want to see the most. I don't want to see a good fight. No, I don't want to see a competitive right, you, fight. I want to see you want to Mike see a Tyson. classic Tyson like knock you out in fifteen seconds. Yeah, fight. I want to see punch out Mike Tyson. <laughs> Tyson knockout compilation. Oh, we're gonna be here forever. Sure. We're well, no, not really because they're all very. <laughs> very a lot sure. of them were like like one of them was like sixteen seconds. So, <laughs> well, if you go into YouTube, you can. Uh, <laughs> It's just, just. Let's go to the later ones. Are the shot a little better? <laughs> I do. Okay, just go. Boom, bam! Please punch drunk right now. Bam! Boom! Again. Boom! 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 That's boom. It. Down. <laughs> oh, he got back up though. He got back up. I um. Like a bang. Oh, I said no. Yeah, um, I, it's, it's boom. Boom. Oh, he got that body boom. shot. That's it. That's it right bang. there. That's it. Oh, right dude, that, that that right. That's to it. The... Now he's like, where am I? That, Where that am right I? Whoa, to that. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's, he's, he's wobbling. He's <laughs> so got caught. It. Throw- Dude, it's, it's, like, it's like watching the Scott Stevens Ron Francis hit yes. on repeat. Yeah. You know what? Uh, roll that one, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> roll that one, Jamie. Roll the. He tried, though, man. He tried to get back up. Like it just times. nothing was working anymore, though. Nothing was working anymore. Boom. That left, that left hook. Yeah. Now, now you're Bang. just. Now you're just a dodge and that, oh, oh. That right. oh, 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 the combination oh, no. is over. Oh, 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 oh. oh. how is he up? Oh, throw the t- dang, boom, man. boom, boom. Oh. oh, that was a wicked that that combination should have killed him. <laughs> that for, all like, know, for all I know, this guy is dead. I don't know. Yeah, for, how did he not kill? Okay, in the 80s, how did he not kill yeah. anyone? It's uh, pretty crazy. So. Tyrell Biggs, October 16, 1987, Convention Hall, Atlantic City. <laughs> Just, yeah, the man, the man is a killer. At Trump Casino. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. But if you notice, these, all these fights are going pretty long. Six, seven rounds. Wasn't until later where he boom. just... Oh, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that's, it's, boom. that's it. It's over. It's over. <laughs> Over, anyways, like you know, they're, they're mesmerizing. You can watch these all day. If uh, head on to YouTube, you can watch. Oh, dude, uh, even somebody who like knows nothing about pro boxing, oh yeah, it's, or it's, anything it's, about sports, can take great leisure, sure, in watching Mike Tyson beat the hell out of people. Yeah, whether like, be... it's a pastime, even in the movie <laughs> The Hangover, yeah, when he that again most painful scene I've ever watched in a movie, just 
like the fat guy gets punched by Mike Tyson, just a hard right. Yep. Me and mom just watching with my dad, and I'm like, do you have any idea how much that's got to hurt? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and anyways. Anyway, um, November 28th, everybody. November 28th, yeah. Mike Tyson, he's fighting again. They're actually doing this, and, and they're going to make so much money. Oh, man. That's, <laughs> they're that, going to make, it's a yeah, smart business. Yeah, move. you know who wins is, yeah. Um, who wins? Dude, Tyson wins the, regardless. He's yeah, getting uh, the sports book. They win. Vegas will win, and uh, the promoters will the win. Promoters will win. Yes, and Tyson and, and uh, Roy Jones Jr. will win as well. All right. So. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, from Ming Chen in the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. I'm Cameron Woolley. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell all your friends, ring that notification bell so you can know when I upload one of my unintelligent ramblings for sure and always stay classy in new jersey